to Field of Geeks episode 187. I'm Josh. I'm Steve. I'm Chase. And I'm Dave. All right. 187. I know, it's kind of a bad title. Is it 187 the murder code? Um, I don't know. Or am I wrong? Okay. Yeah. Anyway. Maybe murder, it's fine. Murder code? Huh? Murder code? Yeah, isn't it? 187? Samuel oh. Jackson was in 187 back in the day? No? I, I have no idea. Maybe I'm wrong, but everyone out there, check us out. And, Chase uh, is young. Check that out. Yes, yes. So, yeah, a lot of changes here, obviously. Visual. Um, got some new members. We're going to get into that. But first, I thought we could start things off with a nice breaker. Uh, James Hong, 92-year-old actor, eight-decade-long career. Uh, he's been in Great Trouble, Little China. Uh, Big Trouble, Little China. What would I say? Great Trouble. Great Trouble. Oh, my gosh. It was great. The, the original title was great. Large. Well, my sources tell me. <laughs> yeah, my, my absolutely. Sources tell me. I don't know why they changed Big it. Trouble, yes. Thank you, Dave. Yes, Big Trouble. Uh, played David Lopan. Uh, he was in Wayne's World 2. Uh, everything, everywhere. He was else. the dad. Yes. Yeah. He did the dubbing. Yes. Yeah. yes. <laughs> and his newest film was Every Everything, Everywhere, All at Once, which is kind of like an indie, but it's it's had like a lot of great traction. It actually went into the multiverse concept before Strange and the MCU. So super cool. Uh, Revenge of the Nerds, too. Mm. He taught uh, Booger how to burp better. So that's Absolutely. awesome. Blade Runner. There you go. You're welcome. There you go. Thank you, Jay. Cut around that, Chase. No, I refuse. <laughs> but yeah, that uh, stays. His career started back in the 59, I believe. So he's been in Hawaii 5 the original. Uh, Perry Mason, Man from Uncle. Uh, so yeah, he got his star in the Hollywood Walk of Fame after all this time. So uh, Ooh, there's a bow on the screen. We can't see the screen, Dave. Oh, shit. Sorry. <laughs> You're missing out, people. It at took home. a long time for this guy to get a <laughs> yeah recognition. Right, it did. Um, yeah, yeah. That was, was crisp. Like <laughs> I'm the only one with headphones, just to make sure Sorry. everything doesn't <laughs> catch on fire. Fine, yeah, but yeah. that, like that, that was some ASMR right there. Well, what what <laughs> what's unfortunate is the Hollywood the Hollywood uh, Walk of Fame. It's uh, you have to campaign it to get your star. It's not just given to you. You have to pay for it. Hmm. Yeah. So. Uh, GoFundMe was set up back in 2020 for him by actor mm-hmm. Daniel uh, Day Kim, mm-hmm. and so uh, yeah, after you know all that uh, you know success it had, um, yeah, they were able to get a star, and he was on a two-year wait mm-hmm. uh, list, which everyone is on. So yeah. can I can I get a star if you pay for it? You, any of us can nominate anybody. So I have a birthday coming up. Just telling you. Really? And I'll no, no years. shit. So like yeah. <laughs> any of us sitting at this table could get a star. Yeah, absolutely. Because uh, I don't know if you know this. Kind of a big deal. Yeah. We could afford yeah. the fee. $250 is the application fee. Mm-hmm. You do need 50000 in the end, though, to help create and Ugh. style and upkeep it. So, you know, monthly installments maybe we could do. Eh. I don't know. I got hey, it. Josh, quick quick note. Just try to stay in front of the microphone. Oh, sure. You just yeah. sound like you're speaking away from it. Oh, Sorry. okay. Sorry about and that. And adjust it as need be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Sorry. You're good, my man. Is that good? Yeah. Okay. 
But anyways, about James Hong, I, I just want to say most iconic role for me growing up, uh, he was in a legendary film called Balls of Fury, the only uh, great ping pong movie. And, uh, <laughs> the only, right? Yes, he played the, the blind ping pong master. Oh my gosh, of um, course. And had some of the greatest monologues uh, ever put to film. Yep. Several about prostitutes. It was amazing. <laughs> That's awesome. Just I respect the hell out of that man. Oh and yeah, I'm so glad. A lot of a lot of. So you said it was was it Korean cinema he came from or Korea? Is no, Korean? actually, he's born in Minneapolis, Minnesota. Okay, so, but but his heritage wise, because I know he's been in many many foreign films. He's even he even directed some uh, some scandalous films. In did his he? Early, yes, he did. I, I if you don't know this fact, James Hong in his film career has had. Hundreds of acting credits, but he has a few directing credits for some very, uh, some very, uh, what do they call it, softcore uh, pornos. Wow. Yes. News to me. I know. This is really early in his career. He's nowhere near. Like, was, this might have been in the 60s and 70s, I think. Oh, okay. Sure, sure. Uh, I know he did dub a uh, part in Godzilla, one of the old classic Godzillas. So oh. that's in Steve's. Uh, uh, yeah, I was just going to say porn was rampant in the 70s. Oh, for sure. 1979, teen... Lust. Ooh. Oh. Okay. I only made one, huh? I think well, I, I don't know. I just pulled one. That yeah, just yeah, yeah. You just were you were googling yeah. Teen <laughs> Lust, and then that right. came up. Absolutely. You're like, I'm like, that's well, ironic. Yeah, that's not uh, innocuous <laughs> at all. It's, it's pretty in your face title. <laughs> right. Well, that should have got on the star for sure. I mean, <laughs> oh, really, absolutely. Right? <laughs> if I'm not the star, at least an Academy Award. Yeah. Oh, it's also known as the girls next door. And mom never told me. So I don't know what the hell that means. Okay. Sweet heavenly hell. I, <laughs> thank you. So I need a shower James at Hong, this point. Oh, so. yeah. Yeah. So, oh, oh, groovy. Groovy, man. Well, his star is next to Carrie Fisher and Michael B. Jordan. Oh, cool. And it's the uh, 2723rd mm. star. Oh, wow. So, yeah. Any of us could have a star. I uh, just need 50,000. You know what? Fuck it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go for it. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. I've got a bunch of different awards, but, you know, none that I'd be like, yeah. I mean, I haven't really justifiably gotten any of them. Emmy. Mm-hmm. I don't have an Emmy. Oh, your company. Nick, yeah, well, Nick does. He has, like, three. Oh, all right. But. Uh, three yeah. more than I have. As I say, I think I would like to add that to the roster of uh, awards that I have that I yeah. don't really feel like I deserve. <laughs> <clears throat> well, right, Chase? I- yeah, yeah, we got a couple of them on the wall over there too. Uh, yeah, that's for the company though. Even yeah, applying you're... for it, paying the two hundred fifty dollars fee, you could still put that on your resume. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Walk of Fame applicant. Yes, yeah. Uh, I don't know if that'll do much, but <laughs> buy your accolades. Here it is. I printed yeah, it off. Right? Uh-huh. Yes, yes. Um, so yeah, I'm happy for him. That's great. That's you know, it's sad that a lot of these stars. It, it takes a lot of work to get them recognition. Like Adam West had to have a campaign for it. For himself and can i just say though right yeah no is it should we feel sorry because all they've done has been in a few movies right it's not like they've really done anything of any note like well, they didn't well i just i don't know porn, they didn't so like they didn't uh, invent insulin right get that guy a <laughs> but fucking they star the guy right. who invented insulin <laughs> right i'm See? just saying like why do we worship movie stars so much like oh they should be recognized well, for what escapism. for what lying in front of a camera that's all they do yeah well they're like i'm gonna pretend i'm somebody i'm not I, and then i'm also if gonna they direct, can do it good you know i'm gonna, some, I'm gonna tell everything method that acting. mom didn't tell me <laughs> mom <laughs> 
Nice segue it's back the to the weirdest uh, title I've ever. <laughs> was that like uh, overseas title? You know how they change. I don't know. It, okay. It's odd that it's known as three different titles though. Like for so. instance, Green Hornet overseas back in the day was called the Cato Show, I believe. So yeah, yeah they do things like right. that all the time. But yeah, uh, uh, he's a great actor. I I really regret years ago I was at uh, Minneapolis Wizard Con. He was there and I think his autograph. Hmm. So damn it. I was yeah. too good for him. Is he st- he's still around, though, right? Yeah, 92, no, no, no. man. He was, uh, he was too good for you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's true. That's true. That's, that's Love you, James. That's wise. Yeah, look, come on the show, James. Uh-huh. Iowa, you know, it's not too far from Los Angeles. So. Mm. Dave will pay for your ticket, right? You got it? Uh, no. I got <laughs> to do a little more work for him to, to so he can afford that ticket. There you go. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> come on. Shoot a couple videos. Get your shit together. James. We'll be on a Actually, free you know plane, what? Let's right? do that. UPS package or something like that. Yeah. We'll get James over here. Here, uh, we'll do another. We'll give him another directing gig. I'll be. I'll film it. You know. Mid- We're gonna make. It's like mid twenties lust. <laughs> Beardy lust. Mm, senior. <laughs> Sadly, mom told me. <laughs> That's the sequel. <laughs> Well, uh, getting into some updates real quick about the Field of Geeks Network. We've officially mm-hmm. welcomed uh, Jonah and Chase to the family. Welcome, Chase. Jonah isn't here, but he's been on the show many times. Hi, Chase. Uh, Hi, tell us a little bit about yourself and what makes you a geek. Yeah, so uh, I, uh, I've, I've made movies since I was 10 years old. Love it. The, uh, the inspiration behind my choice of career comes from the fact I bought the two-disc special edition of Star Wars Episode Three. All the way back in 2005 when it came out, and uh, I watched the DVD so many times that it, it started to like skip and break and everything. So I put the second disc in, which is a really, really in-depth behind the scenes. Um, and I got to see every part of the behind the scenes of making a movie. And I decided uh, when I was watching, I was like, that's what I want to do. Uh, you know, I, cause I, I had grown up with so many movies, so I'm a big movie geek. Yeah. That's my, that's my kind of deal. Entertainment's my Lovely. thing. I, uh, big comic guy too. I was, a <laughs> I was a, uh, regionally ranked Yu-Gi-Oh player back in the early, in the early 2010s. Nice, nice. <laughs> so yeah, just, just a lot of generally geeky stuff. I was a drama kid. I, I, I follow one sport and that's MMA because people in anime fight. <laughs> oh, of course. Yes. Like yes. I want to learn how to do that. Right. Yeah, for sure. Um, he can do a gnarly roundhouse. I can, I can, I can. Ryu style uh-huh. in Cart- the air. Do cartwheels, handstands, that sort of thing. <laughs> nice. What's funny is I'm not even joking. <laughs> like I'm oddly <laughs> athletic for such a big guy. A stout man. Stout young gentleman mm. brick shit house yeah, yeah. built man no you can do the Four split tough. you can do the splits yeah. I, I can't yeah I, I was trying it the other day and uh fucking time the, cop, the once, time cop style i saw colors so i, I was yeah. showing the, the my coworkers the other day the splits but the only thing that was getting away was my jeans it was like I right was splitting so much that the jeans were like stop 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 <laughs> <laughs> we're falling apart yeah just a little bit that's why pants are optional in this office <laughs> which is a real concern dave and i wanted to bring that up <laughs> right <laughs> <laughs> well, that saying that reminds me, uh, yeah, we have our first sponsor, uh, Nexus 6. Dave, please tell us a little bit about Nexus 6. Well, first of all, you are welcome. Appreciate <laughs> it. Appreciate it. <laughs> Checks in the mail. Steve, mail the check. Got it. Okay, cool. Uh, yeah, no, so we're a marketing agency based out of here in West Des Moines, uh, telling stories everywhere from uh, websites, 
graphic design, obviously video, which we got uh, Chase here for. So um, I did all this. Yes, <laughs> yes, he <laughs> Thank did. you. No, it's an amazing team. A uh, bunch of people that are far more talented than I ever was. So it's uh, it's awesome to uh, to just be a part of it. Yeah. Well, thank you. This and welcome to the office. Yeah. Thank you. Thank yes, you. love the space. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, uh, my office at home is not this big, so it's very nice to have a little breathing room. And uh, yeah, mm-hmm. I love this location setting. We can all meet at. And uh, yeah, it's been a long time since we've been back in the studio together. Yeah. Any studio. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, we got a lot of great things coming our way. Uh, we got Des Moines Comic Con next week, starting twenty uh, first, running through the twenty second, and we're uh, working on getting some T-shirts made uh, to represent ourselves there. So yeah, please uh, say hi, and um, yeah, we'll have business cards. Ooh, um, that's all we got for now. Sorry, um, yeah. we'll get there. We'll get there. We were gonna get a booth, but uh, next time, next time, baby. Yeah, as uh, Terrence Howard said in uh, Iron Man, you know, because I'm a geek, I have to prove myself. You mm-hmm. know? Uh, but yeah, a lot of great things. This network um, has a lot of shows to check out. We've got Field of Geeks, obviously. Field of Geeks at the movies. We do commentaries. The Super Unknown. With Dave usually in one, Star Trek Mission Report. I mean, Steve uh, geek out about Star Trek and cry at times. Uh, <laughs> you have to listen to find out, so check that out. And then I'm starting a show soon with I my wife. I don't cry. <laughs> what are tears? Something, <laughs> right. Something's in the, in the air, yes. Uh, my wife and I are starting a show soon called What Are We Watching? So uh, we watch a lot of TV, and so we just finished 1883, so that might be our first episode. Mm. So it just took so, you a while. It's 2022. I know, right? <laughs> All right. Spoilers, everyone on that show, or the characters anyway, are dead now. So yeah, I I'm told ju- my wife that. She I'm, I'm just chuckle. finishing up actual Yellowstone, too, and now I'm going to be We haven't going. even started Yellowstone. So yeah, you're doing it the doing right it way. Order. Yeah. And I'm like, well, yeah, I saw is. that uh, 1883 came out, and it was a prequel, and I was like, oh, wow. And that really just, like, put yep. my ass into gear to <laughs> get going and, like, finish Yellowstone so I could get back to 1883. Right, right. I'm like, a big they got Sam a, Elliott fan. Yeah, oh, <laughs> oh yeah, dude, he's great. Uh, they got a, another prequel. It's going to take place in the 30s. My wife's like, "We should wait." I'm like, "No, we got to get to Yellowstone." Yeah, like, that's it's you know hot that right now. That was the start of it all. That's that's what did it, man. That's what did it. But yeah, we got specials and we got so much more to offer on the YouTube channel. Just everywhere you uh, listen to podcasts, uh, fieldgeeks.com, which we'll be getting an overhaul thanks to Dave very soon here. Um, and have some music videos on there. I don't know. Whatever. Uh, Sky's the limit, right? Yeah. Uh, teenage lust. Mm-hmm. Oh, teen cool. lust, right. Oh, teen, teen. Right. But remember to not tell mom. Don't tell her. Yeah. <laughs> she doesn't know. She doesn't know what not to tell me. <laughs> she, she, she didn't tell you anything, apparently, no. about this. The trilogy. It's like the Lord of the Rings of porn. It's, it's great. So. Mm. <laughs> isn't isn't that isn't that a wasn't that a Pirates of the Caribbean car- like parody that they made that had like a multi million dollar budget? It was like the most expensive thing in the world. Oh jeez, oh, yeah, Pirates. Is that what it's just? It's just called Pirates. And there's like sexy ladies on it. Yeah, I think so. Should have been called Privates of the Caribbean. <laughs> <laughs> it's over. The, the cast is over. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Bye, everybody. We'll Have a good night. Chase, we got a scout locations right yep, here. Yep. So. Yes, we do. We've got Big Earl's gold mine. Um, uh, no. um, that's where we'll get the oh, you know, casting. You know, Big Earl was shot in the parking lot of that place. Yep. I remember reading about that. Yeah, that was back in '90s, late '90s, wasn't it? Or I don't know. I know it was in the '90s. I think I. I don't even think I lived here yet. Unless he's been but. shot many times. Well, I, no, no, he died from it. But um, oh, he did. like I'm not Happy. a classy guy, obviously, because I've been to a place called Big Earl's. 
But even Big Earl's, I was like, man, this is, even this is a bit sketchy. <laughs> Right, like yeah. even, like even that didn't like I have a pretty high standard. Actually, you know, so we went to Vegas and we went to a burlesque show, and I realized after watching that, I like my nudity choreographed. <laughs> Without delousing afterwards. Well, no, right? it's just like they're all doing the same thing and yeah. they're all choreographed and they're doing the same dance, and I was like, man, this is so much better than just one person off doing their own thing. Right. For my next number, oh Jesus! <laughs> anyway, sorry. No, it's all good. Back on track. It's all good. Well, that reminds me, getting into movies, um, Star Wars. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> here we go. All right, so no, well, not a movie. I'm really glad that we get multiple, multiple hours of Obi Wan Kenobi. Yep. Yes, I'm so happy this is a miniseries rather than just a film mm-hmm. because right. that gives us more time to expand upon what he's been doing. Um, I mean, the trailers that have come out have, uh, I mean, borderline weeping with nostalgia for seeing Obi-Wan again and in his full glory, because in between everything there. So, like, I I always had this picture of the, you know, sand wanderer Obi-Wan Kenobi in between three and four. Yes. Um, And there was, I think it was like Mythic Figures came out with an officially licensed, like, Obi-Wan Kenobi sand whatever um nice. statue yeah oh and nice. it was and it was so immaculately done and it was it created such this vision for this character and to finally get to see that vision come to life in a way that looks super authentic to star wars yeah i'm so excited oh yeah mm-hmm. do you think he did in like knitting or anything he had to keep it occupied keep himself occupied somehow you know right he gotta you know you gotta, you gotta keep sanity somehow. Or is he more of a macrame kind of guy? Well, so here's the thing, though. I think he would have to do something similar to that because if he was like training, using the force and whatnot, that would most likely be felt by anyone on Tatooine who had any sort of right force. So I'm expecting a Kenobi who hasn't disconnected himself from the force, but has really drawn back and hid right. not only you know himself, but what he is as a this, Jedi. This is still like 10 years away from Star Wars probably because we mm-hmm. see a, a young Luke, right? Mm-hmm. Forget my watch. Uh, young Luke, so there's plenty of time for him to get to where Alec Guinness was, I guess you could say. You know, and how he was just kind of like walking around, chilling, watching Yellowstone, you know, <laughs> all that stuff. Um, yes. I do like the uh, uncle line though, Uncle Owen. It's like, didn't you train his father or something like that? When you're talking like he about? trained his father. Dude. Yeah. yeah, sick burn. Yeah, oh, just and it's a good, it's a good a leap to mm-hmm. the old Uncle Owen we met for the first time. You know. Well, here's my thing: is uh, it's Star Wars. Yeah, we have you know Obi Wan Kenobi, Anakin Skywalker, Padme Abandala, and Owen. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Uncle like, dude, your name's Owen. Owen. What do you know? Right. <laughs> Even your wife's name is Baru. That's like, that fits here. You're just with Owen? Come on. Drink some blue milk and shut up. <laughs> From the tit. What if it was Owen Wilson? Wow. 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 I really appreciate it. Wow. Didn't you like train, train his dad? <laughs> <laughs> just take yeah, away from it. <laughs> like, yeah, what the? Uh, so, so, what I want to know is, like, just, did Obi Wan know, like, because he just left him there after he cut off his arm and legs, right? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Spoiler alert. Yeah. Um, <laughs> 2005 spoiler alert. Right. <laughs> right. But, like, he had the high ground. Like, I, I got to be honest. That was kind of a dick move. 
Should I just push him back in the wall? Oh, just like, oh. like fucking yeah. stab him in the face a little bit hey. with a lightsaber. You got it right there. Like if I chopped, I guarantee you right now. Kind of like if you ever shot to death, Val Kilmer and. If you ever see me in like a fucking sword fight with someone and they jump at me and I chop their arms and legs off and they're like, ah, just laying there, I have the decency to stab that fucker in the head. Put him out of their misery. Yeah, like, right. So they yeah. don't come back otherwise. Well, then he just story. fucking lights on fire and he's still watching him. You're yeah. like, you're a, you're a, you're an animal, right? I, you know what? At, at that point, I was like, fuck that. I, I'm Darth Vader from Darth Vader's side, man. <laughs> Darth Vader. <Seder. laughs> Whatever. Like, fuck. Darth Vader. Because, like, like I, up to that point, I'm like, okay, you know, like, his arc is kind of weak. He's like, yeah, I think Padme's going to fuck off. And then, like, he gets his arms, legs chopped off, and then lights on fire, and then Just left there. Chilling in the lava, right? Yeah. Well, the prequels were your introduction, right? Yeah. Um,. Yeah. I, I mean, obviously, my parents had shown me the original three when I was super young. Okay. really couldn't comprehend it. Right, right. But then it was 99 when Phantom Menace came out. Yeah. I was but a, f a four-year-old. Yeah. Uh, a young Padawan. Yes, a young, young Padawan. Yes. Actually, I was three. Um, and I remember going to the theater in that, and it was so jam-packed, and so many people snuck in. People were sitting on the stairs of the theater to see it. Yeah. Like that, there was a family sitting just on the stairs and yeah. would have to stand up for people going to the bathroom or anything. What a we sad. had to save three seats. We were just you know teenage kids, and yeah. uh, we had, uh, my friend had to fight like another person because we were saving the seats, you know. And uh, they're like, our friends are coming. Like we need seats, and it's like, man, I don't miss those days at all. Now you can reserve and you don't have to deal with mm, any yeah. of that shit. Mm, but love yeah, that. yeah. So the prequels, you stand. Uh, how do you stand with the prequels, I guess? Well, so growing up... Generationally, prequel, it's different. Yeah, right? absolutely. Yeah. I, I know that the old, you know, an older generation may not like the prequels as much as I do, but growing <laughs> up as as an actual kid where yeah. the, the movies were semi-aimed to, yep. um, I absolutely hate the first half of Phantom Menace, and I did as a kid, too, because I had no idea what was going on. Right. We're talking about trade federations and blockades around it, the Galactic Senate. Which is what I showed up for. I, so, I could yeah. barely understand the word galactic, <laughs> so... <laughs> Senate was way out of the question. Yeah. I didn't know how any of it worked. And then we got to pod racing, and I was in 100%. Yep, Everything after pod racing, I was like, let's go. Yep. Let's go, son. Yeah. Um, and then episode two, I, as an adult, don't like it as much, but as a kid, it was yeah. pretty much my favorite. Yeah. Um, and I, even relating it to uh, to episode three, I, nowadays my, my favorite is episode three. I feel that's mm -hmm. the most Star Wars. Landing that ship cool. in the beginning was so freaking cool. That probably is my favorite opening to a film ever. It was good. Mm -hmm. yeah. a, a miraculous pan down to this massive, well-done CG yeah. starship and then immediately throwing in the action. That was what I wanted out of a Star Wars movie. Yeah. It hit the gas pedal from... from Step one. Absolutely. Um, but episode two, I, as a kid, loved mm -hmm. because I got to see Jango Fett and Obi-Wan fight in the beginning. Yep. I got to see all the crazy locations they were going at. Um, I have a weird, I'm a hopeless romantic, so, like, seeing the romance between Padme and Anakin. Um, Do you like sand? Uh, you know. It's coarse. It's rough, everywhere. Irritating. I'd let Natalie Portman dig some sand out of my... Of, you know, many. Cracks. Well, that'll get her on the show. Oh, 
Well, she's got. She's some. ripped now. She's oh, dude. Nice. Oh, ho, ho, ho. sorry to get. I've always had a thing for Natalie Portman because yeah. no, no, she yeah. was like, she's good looking and she's like super mm-hmm. smart. Yeah. yeah. But now she Harvard. could probably beat me up and then oh, yeah. just turns me on. <laughs> she's the perfect weapon. Yeah. Perfect weapon. So, so I actually, so my parents were super irresponsible, and I was about the same age as Natalie Portman was in Leon the Professional. <laughs> when I saw Leon okay. the pre- Professional, uh, yep, yep. and I immediately fell in love with her. Yep. As this kid, I was like watching this really rated R movie, <laughs> yeah. and I'm like, I like that girl. Yeah, she's she's a badass, and that kind of shaped my view of like how you know everybody says how, how I like how I like my women. I'm like, no, I just I like Natalie Portman. Right, that'll do. <laughs> it's just yep. Natalie Portman. Yeah, yep. fucking name, man. Well, there's aspects of the prequels I think. Uh, well, I like, for instance, like I always loved um, Ewan McGregor's casting as Obi Wan. Mm. That's that was great, and I'm yeah, I'm thrilled that we're gonna get the series finally. You know, this is something yes. a lot of fans want, and I think originally it was going to be a film, and then they. They decide not to, and then they mm. decide to do the series instead. So yeah. um, I'm just curious how Hayden is going to be shown in this in this series because Darth Vader is fully realized. You know, it's not like yep. if we never got the last shot of Darth Vader in three, I think you could go so more uh, so many places with his look. You know, like a gradual yeah. change. You know, like Obi Wan just keeps filleting his ass, and he just gets worse and worse. Mm-hmm. But what do you guys think he's going? How do you think they're going to address that in the series? Like. He's just going to be fully realized. You have to see uh, uh, Hayden Christensen. That's He'll the other probably issue. be in that big mechanical egg thing that he was in that one. Just the whole time? Well, <laughs> no, real, like I when mean, he had his helmet off. Yeah, yeah, if you want to see the actor, it's like unless they do an Iron Man POV inside, mm-hmm. but we never have gotten that before. With Darth Vader. So in the <laughs> right at the end, though, like when the helmet yeah. was coming down on the three. That was the only time, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, uh, so, so in like the grandscape of canon, yeah, yeah. Uh, Darth Vader really hasn't been shown much, and in, in, in and I'm not talking expanded universe because he's been shown plenty in expanded universe. But yep. for Disney canon, Darth Vader does not get his face shown without the mask because it, it it's really it separating yep. Anakin from Vader, and that mask is such a good it's, it's such good symbolism. Yep. With this series and with the fact that it's Obi Wan versus Vader. They have to show his face in order to show that separation because yeah. in Rebels you see Anakin fighting Ahsoka. That was awesome. There was amazing fight mm-hmm. scene and well done. And and Clone Wars and Rebels have always had great fight scenes, yeah. but that brief moment where Vader's mask is damaged and you see Anakin's eye yeah. and it it's blue, and then suddenly changes back to the Sith yellow. Yeah, that's you're getting a glimpse at Anakin when you see him and not Darth Vader's mask. So. I'm excited. I'm super excited to see what they do and how they bring him back yeah. and how they not, they can't resolve the conflict. That's the cool part. Right. Is this is going to end on the, on the cliffhanger of mm-hmm. they will meet again. Or will they get close it. and then it mm-hmm. quickly changes course. Yeah. And, and it has to, it has to have, we see in the trailers, there's the like cityscape where you see Obi-Wan on the rooftops. He, Obi-Wan has to sense that, Vader could be getting close to Tatooine or the Inquisitors are getting close to Tatooine and we have to get off planet. So I think episode one, we're going to start majority of it on Tatooine, Mm -hmm. but I think Disney knows too much crap is taking place on Tatooine right now. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, So they're going to immediately just fly out of there, get out of that situation. All the Owen, the Luke uh, and all that stuff is going to happen in episode one. And then he's going to go off planet. Right. Because he has to. Otherwise, why wouldn't Vader find him? 
Exactly. Yeah, because yeah. that would just mess up the whole thing. Like he'd always, he always know. <clears throat> well, he and then at this point, he doesn't even know if his kids survived, right? Like the episode three, did he know they survived? No, no. Okay. He, uh, it, canon wise, it's in a, I believe it's in a comic, where okay. he fights Luke. Right. Which I'm not, I'm not the biggest fan of the canon comics these days. Uh, I believe in a comic he actually has a small fight, lightsaber fight with Luke. Uh, but Luke's just trying to get away. He's not actually trying to fight him. Right. Um, and he senses that this force user is like, I haven't felt a presence like this since myself. Kind of <laughs> My, <deal>. boy. <laughs> My boy. My <laughs> boy. Father daddy, help. See daddy. <laughs> and he senses it and yeah. then basically confirms it for himself, keeps it secret, yep. and then hides it from the Emperor. And obviously the Emperor finds out in episode five. Right. Reveals it to Vader, and Vader's like, oh, what? That's impossible. No way. <laughs> <laughs> because, yeah, Obi-Wan doesn't even know Darth Vader yet. Like, mm-hmm. that has not happened. So this is all new territory, so. He can only sense what's yeah. happening in that. Because that, that hatred and that that, that right. energy that Anakin has. He thinks he's dead, yeah. Has to be felt throughout the galaxy. for Warranted. <laughs> yeah, What, because he left so. him? Yeah. Hey, you know what else? Obi- you know what wasn't warranted, Dave? The slaughter of <laughs> hundreds of children. <laughs> yes. Uh, that is still You know what? I will argue that. Because I... <laughs> Are, there's a... Whenever I pick my kids up at school, there's a ton of assholes. <laughs> I, and I, if I have a lightsaber... Oh. I think what we have right here is somebody on our podcast arguing for the mass murder of children. <laughs> Only the asshole. Ones. Why not the parents? Parents are annoying. I'm not saying well, they I wouldn't don't have take them parents. out either. Well, remember, they I get taken from their parents. They, the only parents they have are their masters and, and the, yes. the elders. Yes. And the yeah, temple gods. <laughs> yeah, that is still brutal to watch. That is brutal. They don't it show shows Anakin, though, getting fried. Can I just say, know? those prequels, I, I watched Re, was Revenge of the Sith. Yeah, that's, that's the third three. one, right? Yeah, yeah that's three. Uh, I watched it with Teddy. Mm-hmm. The acting's fucking awful. Well, it's the writing. I no, think. yeah, you can't yeah, act that writing. writing. Yeah, no, the writing sucks, but the acting sucks. Samuel Jackson's terrible too, but it's got to be the. the but that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, I think they're just like, okay, and action, good. First take. Let's not the well, next. Well, it's not one. just writing. It's Lucas. Lucas, I've heard, is not the greatest director. Oh, know? he sucks. <laughs> that's why Empire Strikes Back's the best. I think one. in the beginning there was something obviously. But Empire this Strikes is older Back. Older Lucas when he did the prequels and he wanted. What, to be but I'm saying like friendly. Empire Strikes Back's the best one and he didn't direct it. It's true. Well, and that's probably well why he the wrote prequels, it though. Yeah. Yeah. They say that's why the prequels suffered because he directed yeah. each one of them. And yeah. he, and he still and I would argue so I I do believe there's an argument to be made for five but I am such a big fan of Episode Four which is all George Lucas, and. I mean, people can argue that. Yeah, but that, I think he, I think that's when he thought it was just going to be one film, right? He no, was he, like, he had a plan, but he, I don't think he knew. Yeah, like, it was that's in the. Flop, yeah, but it was like, yeah, fuck a... it, we'll just put all our effort into this one. Yeah, so, and then he was just like, he just got such a big deal, and he had so much money, and then he just well, yeah, like, he had a three act really story, fucking, and just and episode the, four yeah. was just the first act that he expanded upon. I know, but I think he just really phoned the first like the prequels in. Because he's like, eh, fuck it. They'll make money regardless of how I just think he was trying to do something different. Nah, he sucks. Because he... <laughs> <laughs> Well, he's not going to be on his show now. Shit. <laughs> George, I'm sorry about him. Man, you did. George, I got a you list made my of childhood, potential though. guests. I, I just can cross him. No, cross I'll tell you what. Portman, allowed. Lucas, no. <laughs> <laughs> it's because of Lucas you got Portman. <laughs> That's right. No. No? no. See, she was an Israeli export. 
She was, wasn't she? Oh, no. yeah. Oh, she yeah. Was. Trust me. Mm. I have a list of Israeli women. <laughs> yeah. He has a dossier. Yeah. Right. Uh, Gal Gadot. <laughs> yeah. Natalie Portman. Oh, I'm sure. Trained assassins. A- yeah. Well, These aren't black women. Oh, they're so hot. <laughs> I, that's the only reason I got involved. That's the in recruitment that. speech. Just so you that's the only reason I'm taking a side in this whole release thing. Yes. How, which who who has the better looking ladies? Uh, <laughs> any expectations before we go off Obi One? I, because of the way Disney's going, I'm expecting them to do a lot of focus on Obi One. Yeah. Um, I can't remember her name. I expect a half of the series to be focused on that Inquisitor. That's hunting him. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, God, what's her name? The, uh, uh, not the alien dude or the Grand Inquisitor. Shit. <laughs> well, why do you know about? Yeah. Your well, no. So for me, I, um, you know, as, as someone who saw all the originals in the theater when they came out, um, I'm still super excited for it. All right. I mean, and for the prequels, it w- it was like. Um, um, what the hell did we just watch that we were really complaining about recently? Avatar? No. No. Oh, Star Trek? <laughs> yeah. Um, Isn't that just our jobs to complain about yes. some of the media we watch? Right. Yes. Well, you know, I mean, I feel like the prequels were like um, really cool parts. Right? Yes. Yes. And, and I kind of echo Dave on the acting. And I, I think Lucas on purpose, I mean, was trying to make it a little bit more wooden. You know, and I don't know why he would make that decision purposefully. Didn't read it out loud, maybe just wrote. I, it. I, I don't know, but I mean, I, it was, I know he was looking for some different, right? Something different, like you said. You yeah. know, oh, absolutely. Um, but uh, I, I don't know. I just, uh, and I'm softer as I get older on the yeah. prequels. Um, you know, I mean, like the hate the Jake Lloyd received. It's just unacceptable, you know. I mean, yeah. it, when when you're blaming these actors for, especially a little kid, right? You know, I mean, well, that's missed, just, yeah. that was horrible. Could have been know? why his life yeah. kind of turned out how it did, mm-hmm. you know. He got, yeah, which got in is trouble and just well, just like the Jar Jar Binks actor, that right. was not fair. No, it wasn't fair either, you no. know. And and you know, you can critique a series, you can critique, you know, the, uh, a performance, but you know, just stay off the person, you yeah. know, and because that's. Unless the person deserves it, you know, <laughs> yeah. Tom Cruise or something, go right. ahead and have at it, you know. But um. well, and Lucas is picky. <laughs> Lucas himself is picky with dialogue. Like you, you need it. And I, I think many of us have heard this. You needed a Harrison Ford in those prequels because that's what he did with George in the mm-hmm. originals. Like you can write this shit, but you can't say it. Right. Like right. you needed someone to like kind of stand up for themselves. And I think these actors were hey, like, hey, Lucas, we bow down yeah. to you, <laughs> and we're not. We're going to do exactly what you want us to do. He needs fewer yes men, right? <clears throat> yes. Know? Um, and, and, you know, and, and, but you had a Harrison Ford though, too, who was, you know, just a scenery stealer, stealer, you know, I mean, he he was just so charismatic, you know, and, and, you know, uh, and I think to a degree, um, Liam Neeson and, and Ewan McGregor were the. Yes. Charismatic ones. Yes. Or they were at least allowed to be more charismatic. Right. Um, so I don't know. I'm, I'm super pumped up for Kenobi, man. I mean, I'm, I'm just, I'm a. I love Star Wars as much as I love Star Trek, and and I right. just I cannot wait. Yeah, so it's absolutely be a lot of fun. Yeah, I, I I'm excited for it definitely. Oh, so. absolutely. And do we? I don't know off off. It's this month, right? It's premiering. Yep. It's so it was originally May 25th, but then they pushed it back just two days to the 27th. Um, 
and because they were they were so um they were mad at themselves that they did that so they're giving us the first two episodes oh, on the 27th yeah, okay. so Dude. I am. Um, I will take that. Yes, I will take that. That'll be an exciting day. That'll probably be a day it buffers a lot, and I'll be pissed. It's always that way. It, it always is, and I always try to wait until the whole thing is out and then just yeah. binge it. But uh, there's no way I can wait. For then you have to stay away from social media too. That's what uh, also yeah. sucks. Is like screenshots. Like God, it was like Star see. Trek: New World. You know, Strange New World. Yeah. You know, I mean, yep. I I had to watch it. You yep. know, as you have to it get came right out, on it. And it yep. was it was Doctor good. Strange. You have to get right on it. What I, these images. what I do really hope, though, is I, being a filmmaker and everything, I do hope that some sort of physical media of Obi-Wan is released mm. because I'm yes. a, I collect Blu-rays. You know, I, I'm yep. a big that guy, so I have it. And it's I know still I the best. It. But I it's can. a Disney Plus series, so I'm like, are they going to release it? Yeah. Am I going to have to pirate this and make my own Blu-ray? <laughs> <laughs> right. Do we know if Mandalorian has come out at all? It hasn't. It hasn't. No. Maybe some boot, for it to bootlegs on Amazon you can get. Of course. Of yes. course there is. Yes. But there's no, like, official hard copy you can get yeah. of these things, and that's a little scary. Yeah, that's well, it sad. Is. Yeah. Uh, it's in the Disney vault. Yeah, there it'll, you go. It'll come out. There you go. Which well, they can, they can in the end, when if physical media goes away, I hope somehow it stays. But if it goes away, they got you by the balls because, oh, you're going to have to pay us um, 200 bucks a month if you want to see some of these shows. Yeah. I mean, and then your internet's got to be good. You could be in a cabin in the woods Thanks. and you can't Appreciate see shit because it's good. terrible. I'm, I'm good. I don't Thanks. want your nuts <laughs> or your nut dust. <laughs> but, yeah, uh, let's uh, – oh, good. No, I was just wanting to say that. I didn't eat breakfast, so that's why I'm eating. Oh yeah, I got, I got you, I got you. Um, I just didn't know if it was. That was my breakfast right there. Yes, I'm gonna get one after. Yeah, that made two donuts. (laughs) Wicked unhealthy. Well, let's Um, get. Oh yeah, sorry. (laughs) Keep. (laughs) Sorry, Dave. Shut up. No, it's fine. It's fine. Uh, Avatar. the sequel. The we got Way the of Water. Yes, The Way of Water. Steve is so excited, but I'll let you Super start. excited. Yes. Oh, so I have never understood the, like, vitriol and hate towards Avatar. Like, I saw the movie, and it was such a spectacle for mm-hmm. me. Like, I didn't even really care about the story. I just wanted to see these characters in this world that was so fleshed out. Um, and looking back on it and seeing the trailer now for the second one makes me go back and appreciate how good that CGI was in 2009. Yes. Like, it's been a long time. Yeah, in in the days Crazy. of like I mean we had like the Scorpion King. <laughs> Think about that. Like Oof. we have Avatar <laughs> that, and that's and tough. that's why I love it so much is because it was pushing the boundaries yeah. of of filmmaking and obviously I'm a sucker for that. Yeah. Um, so seeing Way of Water look and the whole teaser trailer, the whole thing was just vibes. Yeah. I have, no one knows what the story is. Right. We don't know any of the characters. It's literally just we're vibing here on Pandora in the in the in the ocean part of it. Yeah. Which, um, you know, shout out to Explorer James Cameron, <laughs> the greatest pioneer, um, <laughs> for exploring the Mariana Trench. The dude does not fail at anything, really. No, so no, he doesn't. Does not. He does not. This will make a gazillion dollars, maybe. I would hope so. They showed it. They showed it right in front of. Doctor Strange, which we'll get to later. Yes, but, of course. But they showed it right in front of, I think, a perfect way to advertise it. Of you know, a yep. bunch of people coming to Doctor Strange see this and get reminded of what it was like to see those images in a cinema. Yeah, and uh, that was super important for me because 
it's such a big spectacle. It's I think so the, long. The only way you should watch it the first time is on a giant theater screen. Mm-hmm. It, yeah, it certainly was an experience and it revitalized the 3D experience too because mm-hmm. that was the first time it actually was good 3D. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, story aside, I know a lot of people have attacked the story. And, yeah, I, I think it borrows a lot from other things. But, you know, a lot of people, a lot of stories. A lot of things that. borrow from other yeah, things. Yeah, of course. Right. Um, but, yeah, I I thought it was great. Um, I haven't seen it for a long time, but I will uh, catch up on it. I'm definitely down to seeing the sequel. I think it looks amazing. I think right. if you're not there for the story, I think just visually – it's something crazy to look at and exciting. Well, I, I know I've given it a hard time, um, yeah, no, fair, but it was though. always story for me. I mean, because, yeah. and I've said a million times, visually, I mean, come on, man. I mean, that thing was just, it was yeah, brilliant. The tech, right? you everything, know? yeah. I mean, I bought it, yeah, <laughs> you know, after right. it came out. I mean, right. I didn't like the story, but I mean, it just looked great. And, yep. um, yeah, so I'm gonna, I'll see this one in the theater as well, because I mean, I just, I want to see it, right? right? You know, I mean, on a big screen. You know, that's nothing you wait to come home and watch on Netflix someday, right? I mean, yeah. that's just gross. You, but and you uh, said that you, you got lost when they referred to that guy. So, as, yeah, yeah, you know, I was pretty into it, the whole thing. Yeah. But when, um, what's his name? <laughs> Stephen Lang. Stephen Lang. Yeah. When his character referred to himself as Papa Dragon, I, I was just, all right. Yeah. I'm Stop it. That's my stage. Who's, but, yeah. Right. You yeah. know, I mean, that's uh, number one. <laughs> I think he starred in Teen Lust, Papa Dragon, didn't he? <laughs> that was um, part three. I don't know. And he was trying to convince mom to tell him what she <laughs> But she didn't tell him. <laughs> she didn't. God Regardless of what Papa Dragon said. Why wouldn't she tell him? We need a prequel. Um, <laughs> Find out why. <laughs> Mama Dragon, yeah. tell him. Um, no. Mama so, secretly knew. If, um, if you want to know a weird connection with, with Avatar, so back in 2009... They had a virtual production, which they did their mocap and everything. Yeah. Um, great. So the technology James Cameron used for Avatar was also used on the critically acclaimed film Surf's Up, starring Shia LaBeouf as a surfing penguin. <laughs> so what they did That's is... A, where's that sequel? Yeah. Well, there was one. Oh, I... There is a wow. Surf's Up too. Blow my mind. Right? Right? Mm-hmm. But... With this, uh, the technology that they developed for Avatar, which was the first, like, lensless camera system, so yeah. you could walk in, in a virtual space with what was essentially a tablet that had a, mon- uh, and had a monitor and a fake lens, you could walk around and film like you would with a regular camera. Wow. And they saw that behind the scenes, and for Surf's Up, which was going to take way less time to make... They animated all the characters already, and they're like, well, we want to give this a real documentary-style look because that's what we care about watching yeah. the kids' movie is, is how <laughs> it looks. Um, they show up for. Yeah, and so they were like, can we borrow this? And they literally used a lensless like in that uh, camera in that 3D environment. There was no mocap happening because they had already animated the characters. Right. And they just were like, all right. And they had this, like, fake shoulder-mounted camera with the tablet at the end of it that could tell you where it is. And they were, like, doing documentary-style filmmaking in this 3D space where all the motion was already choreographed and ready to go. What? Yeah. So Dude. Avatar and Surf's Up. Uh, yes. Both respectively amazing films. Yeah. Well, and that's probably how we got the Hulk to look so good, too, right? Like, that's, that technology was kind of mm-hmm. invented out of that, would you say? Or? Well, yeah, so James Cameron really pushed forward motion capture because yeah. prior to that, it was all just reference imagery. 
Um, so the best example would be Andy Serkis in Lord of the Rings playing Gollum. Oh, sure, he yes. He was on set and would do the acting with the actors, right. but there would be no capture points. They didn't have the little ping pong ball suits. Yes. So they just threw him in a gray suit, and then the animators hand animated over that, wow. uh, just mimicking the actions, wow. kind of like what they did for um, a lot of old Disney films for the animation. They would do rotoscoping of someone reference dancing right so yes like, so tinkerbell's movements and peter pan that was just actually an actress on film doing that wow and then they they animated over her movements in the costume probably too right they, had to they, they the didn't even ha- they didn't even have to oh, be in the costume they That's just needed the proportions yeah. and the movement to right. look correct wow um so yeah they just did that with andy circus and lord of the rings and Incredible. they anim- hand animated it and then yeah. And that it, that is a nightmare to do as an animator. Sounds like it. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Um, but that developed, and then James Cameron was like, well, I don't want to put my animators through that. So they got the motion capture. Not only did they do the motion capture of the body, but the face, too. They had little GoPros, and they had dots all over their face to get each muscle and their expression. Wow. And he could track that on to the character's yeah. movements. So Incredible. Yeah, Avatar really pushed forward filmmaking in a in a digital age. That's right, I'll say, kind of like what Star Wars did with George Lucas saying, "I'm going to use digital cameras for the first time ever on Hollywood productions." Oh, right, right, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which got a lot better, but looking back is a little mm-hmm. rough to see. It's, I would say. Yeah, it's a little rough. So they they have Blu-rays and that's fine, but they have 4K releases. Yes. And then I thought about that because Episode Four uh, One was was it, they used film technology right. just wasn't there for them to do digital. But then two and three were shot digitally in a in 2K resolution, which means they had to go back and upscale digital footage to 4K, which is always a pain in the ass. Yes, and also requires some sort some amount of artificial intelligence to kind of put information there that was not captured. Yep. So yeah, movie tech. A little has, jarry. Yeah. In the past 20 years, movie tech has advanced farther than has uh, since the beginning in the late wow. 1800s. It's insane. I shoot everything in 48K. Yes, the full experience. You know your eyes only see like 15 to 20K, right? No, mine. Okay, Dave. I see 1K. <laughs> <laughs> I have 20, 48K vision. <laughs> yeah, we. I mean, James Cameron's definitely catching up on Avatar. Like, we, uh, we're having two and three. I think they were shot back to back. And the uh, third one's due out 2024, I believe. And isn't there supposed to be, like, a fourth one? That Four and five, man. 2026, 2028. He's so. making a saga. I love it. Yes, yes. It's a lot of faith. Well, yeah, because a lot of people were like, dude, you're crazy. This has been so long. And, you know, just to mm. be like, I'm going to tell these tell these stories. And yeah. The the two and three will be ocean based, and then they'll go elsewhere. I guess we'll go to the volcanoes of Pandora. Yes, lava, <laughs> lava time. Wasn't the budget for these pa- these lava new two time. like a billion dollars? <laughs> it's like the first time a movie budget has a, had a B in front of it. I think it was a billion dollars. Dude, I remember back in the days. day, Titanic. Yeah, that budget kept going up, and that was two hundred million in the end, I believe. And a lot of people were like, "This is gonna tank," literally. Bam! And two million dollars. Uh, holy later. fuck! Yeah, right. it was totally like. That's cheap now. Right. Yes. Celine Dion. Did you see that in the theater at all, Steve? Mm -hmm. Yep. I saw it once. Did you go more? Nope. Nope. 
three hours. No, it's not that I didn't want to. It just yeah, it wasn't a movie. I just know a lot of people went over and over again. I think it's three hours long. It was a few hours. Yeah, no, it's it's a three hour one. It's either like two hours fifty seven minutes or three hours. I can't remember. And nowadays, that's really not a big deal. No. But back then, you know, a three-hour movie was kind of pushing oh, the boundaries. Oh, it was a, a two-VHS pack. Yeah. I actually, I would, yeah, I, I have that. I would actually, yeah. ends. Yes. I would actually argue against that because I, th- I think film films are obviously getting shorter now. But we had way more epics and whatnot back in the back in early cinema. I mean, intermission. Intermission. Well, yeah, back in yeah. the day, you know, yes, like yes, even old long Western movies films were the thing. Like had. four hours long, yeah. right? Yeah, I mean, Lawrence of Arabia had, yeah. had like a four-hour, twelve-minute running time. You had an intermission and that's overture. a whole day, man. That's mm-hmm. dedication. That's not like last minute. Like, hey, can I go see a movie. It was like the Lord of the Rings special <laughs> editions, right? You know right, I mean? right. Well, to, to what Tarantino did with uh, with uh, Hateful Eight. Yes, he, a lot of those movies were roadshow pictures where they'd come and they'd show the 70 millimeter yep. crazy you know projection of it uh with a whole party that is associated with it it was an event it wasn't right. like you go watch a movie and leave right you go there mingle watch a movie mingle in the intermission and then after and watch the rest of the movie and then afterwards you would go get drinks and talk about the movie that's how i get to the couch at home <laughs> going to an event like that mm-hmm. <laughs> where have you been I have been I watching. Saw a movie. Lord, I have been watching Lawrence of Six Arabia. Six hours. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. We got but kids. A, but Avatar. I'm curious to see what the runtime is. Oh yeah, I'm sure it's pretty long. Five I don't know days. if that's been released officially or not, but it's five days. Five days. <laughs> 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 hey, I got to put in some PTO, boss. Uh, yeah, I got to see Avatar, man. Yes, of course, of course. Um, yeah, moving into TV, uh, we got a new Doctor. Doctor Who, that is, um, Shuti Katwa. Forgive me if I mispronounce that. I did YouTube that name, so there you go. Uh, he's uh, known for Sex Education on mm-hmm. Netflix. Sex Education, yeah. Sex Education, yeah. Or is it? Was it? Is that what? It's no, I just oh. like saying Sex. Education. I haven't seen the show, so I could be wrong. But uh, yeah, Russell T. Davies, who uh, mm-hmm. revitalized Doctor Who back in 2005, and he was uh, on board till 2010. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, he brought that series back after a 16-year hiatus, so that was a long time. Yep. And uh, he introduced talents such as Christopher. Um, Eccleston, David Tennant, and Matt Smith. So he's replacing current showrunner Chris uh, Chibnall. So yeah, the show has suffered in recent years. Uh, the writing's kind of been. I just hate that because I'm not. I'm not a Doctor Who guy. I'm a casual. Like I do like Doctor Who. I don't know everything about it. Well, I I just watched the first episode of like the revival or whatever it's called, and it's that mannequin episode. Back in 05, yeah. I believe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was my first introduction to it. And kind of was mine, too, actually. Well, I, well, I just saw that episode and had no desire to continue. I oh, didn't, really? I didn't. Yeah. yeah. I thought it was a poorly made thing. It, it, like, oh, yeah, Both yeah. the writing, the graphics, like how it looked. But did was, you see it back in 05, or you, you just saw it now? No, I tried to pick it up in college when everybody, because I had a bunch of friends who were like Dr. Hughes yeah. nuts. and uh, Like newer nuts, right? Yeah. Not, not the old, because it's been yeah. on since 63. Yeah, so, and... Yeah. and and I was like, okay, maybe I should try the old series, but let's try this one that all my friends are obsessed with first. Yep. And I just did not enjoy that mannequin episode. At least you're honest. Yeah. You're like, yeah this is great, guys. <laughs> yeah, I could I could hop on the fad. No, I don't want to. I don't want to. Well, you know, the fad. <laughs> growing up, like PBS, some PBS shows would scare the shit out of me, and I hardly ever would watch PBS. But uh, I think my dad Sesame didn't have Street. cable. Huh? Fucking Sesame Oh no, Street. I like Sesame Street, but you know. I get it. Yeah, puppets. That homeless guy lived in the gr- garbage can. Yeah. <laughs> they named an award after him, I think. And that fucking <laughs> that giant, uh, giant like strung out 
hairy elephant is always like on drugs. <laughs> it's always like it's high on something. Big yeah, Bird, man. We're just sad. Bert and Ernie are just friends. Okay. No way. You ever see the? Uh, you ever see them? Uh, human centipede? No, that's not in my search profiles. So that was uh, an episode after it got moved to HBO. Oh, was it? <laughs> yeah. I, well, I believe it, yeah. That would have been a lot easier with the actual sex. The makers of real sex. They're uh, revitalizing Sesame Street. <laughs> they did take tubs. Is that an entire tubs. man's arm up your ass? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just Big Bird. <laughs> R.I.P. Jim Henson. Uh, your legacy lives on. Mm-hmm. Um, so so yeah. with that, so, so with the new Doctor Who. Yes. The doctor. So the the last doctor was the first woman doctor, correct? Right. Jodie Whittaker. Yeah, she's still still doing it. Uh, they're gonna obviously have her transform. Uh, Russell T Davies is um, he's uh, actually coming on board twenty twenty three officially full showrunner mode. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yep. So we're saying that the writing shat the bed the minute a woman was cast. Yeah. That is so sad. <laughs> well, because yeah. we finally got and it's like, not like for the fans. They're yeah, like, I think, it, I think it was different. great. I, I didn't mind it. Have you seen? You have seen her? Yeah, episodes? I yeah. think it's great. Yeah. Oh, okay. So I, again, this is just the criticism I've heard though is not because she's a woman or anything like that. It's just they just realized the, the writing just felt like it went off the rails and it tried to it tried to redefine Doctor Who too much. Yeah, um, but so. in that you have all these, you know, the internet's such a crazy, oh, I know. terrible yeah. place sometimes. Yeah. So the minute the writing goes bad, they're not going to blame the writers. They're going to be like this. Right. They cast a woman. And I don't think that's fair at all. I think she's a good actress, and I was I was definitely for her casting. I did not give a shit. I thought that was really a cool thing to do. And yeah. unfortunately, I think a lot of people in the writers' room um, just fucking phoned it in or just didn't know what the hell they're writing they didn't know the they didn't take in the the world they incorporated i guess or inherited i'm sorry um uh, I don't, there's just a lot of history with doctor who and so yeah obviously fans now have voices a lot more voices than they used to you unfortunately know? maybe yes. too many voices too many <laughs> yes too i many. want karen uh, karen to come back karen gillum oh sure yeah mm. uh, yeah i mean she was introduced of course yes um in her little uh, cop outfit yeah, man, Matt Smith's first episode. Yeah, there you go. Gotta I mean, watch they, the, you got to watch that season at least. Okay, so here's the thing about Doctor Who that I don't like is everybody says. So I tell them my Doctor Who story of watching the mannequin episode and hating it, they're like, and they're how like, "Dare you? Oh, what you you'll love it. Just start like four seasons in." And I'm like, I shouldn't have to do that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, if somebody told me to start, yeah, Game of Thrones at season three. Yeah, why would you do that? Right why would now? I do that? I, I watched the first two episodes, couldn't get into it. Of Game of Thrones? Mm. Not enough sex. That's a show where it took my wife three or four different times, and I said, you've got to punch through the first five or six episodes. But I don't want to. But see, that's just it. I don't blame you. you But if you you can do that, that for me is when it started, because it took me for a long time to muscle through it as well. Yep. And once I finally did, it was like, oh, okay, I'm starting to I enjoy just, this. That was just but if we're going to have a Manolo show, it's just like, get, like yeah. that was like the Marvel shows on Netflix. It just became like, what the fuck? What, what, the, what was that episode yeah. about? Like, nothing happened. Right. Right? Like, there's a guy who has indestructible skin. Let's do something with that. Right. Yeah. Other than, like, Gage fucking talking talking. Right. Yeah. Or, like, it's Iron, the Iron Fist. Shop. Right, yeah. I love Daredevil God, and Punisher. You, Those were and Jessica Punisher, Jones no, Punisher, first season. I but I mean, Punisher. Like there's that. a lot of episodes where it's like, get to the yeah, fucking point. No, I get it. He yeah. should be killing people well, that's, every episode. That's the problem with a lot of these shows they have now. Yes, you got all these episodes. Great. I love to 
to take a lot more time with these characters. Cut them but in if half. there's nothing there, really, yeah. plot wise, cut yeah, cut it down, man. I, I don't need thirteen episodes of yeah. yeah. Uh, that's yeah. what that's what makes Ozark so superior to me is that you know, from front to back, yeah, something's Something happening every yeah. time, and right. it's crazy town, and and you're left thinking. That's the fastest 50 minutes of TV I've ever seen. Oh, shit, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. And you want more. Right, right? yeah. All of a sudden, yeah. there's credits, and you're like, didn't this just start five yeah, minutes like, Oh, ago? shit. It's just like Cobra Kai. I mean, it's just like cliffhangers are like, Jesus. Yeah. Fuck, it's five in the morning. I don't have to sleep. Yeah. It's so funny. With Ozark, I've seen, I've, I've again, only seen one episode, yeah. and my mom turned to me, and she says, okay, what do you think? And I'm like, why is this show so dark? And she's like, oh, I didn't think it was that heavy. No, 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 I don't mean dark. Oh, I mean coloring. I can't see the detail in this show. Shit, it's <laughs> it's dark, so dark. Yeah. What are, is it? Always overcast? Is that what's happening? Seattle. Missouri. Uh, yeah, but they're inside with lights on, and I'm like, do you not own overhead lights? Like, what's going on? It's here? like watching any co- or uh, any hospital show on TV. It's not that dark. You go into a hospital and it's, it's insane blinding. light, right? Yeah. yeah, it's a, such a sanitized look. Yeah. Meanwhile, there's like blues and oranges in this hospital, yep. and I can't see one right. half of your face. Like, what's going on? <laughs> so with Ozark, it's this dark haze over the yeah. entire thing, and I'm just like, who made this choice? It's a, well, it's a kind of uh, oppressive kind of mood of the show. I, I I get that, and I and I respect it. I just think I think it pushes it a, just a stop too far. You know what you would like. Lust. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a, it's like a, any Riverdale fans here? all the film cuts and shit. Right. No, yeah. no, in Riverdale, there's always fog. Oh, okay. Like, yeah. And you're not going to be sorry. Anybody watching this, if you watch Riverdale, uh, just look in the background. It is always foggy. There is. Is that a horror show? Kind of. Yeah. It's more of a comedy. <laughs> is it? Yeah, CW. Watched it. Yeah. yeah, it's CW, man. So they're like. It hides uh, Canada. From behind them, because that's where they shoot like everything. Yeah, not yeah. to put Canada down, but it, oh, it fuck eventually it, it looks of the like Canadian. everywhere. Yeah, or you know, it looks yeah, doesn't take you uh, away. But uh, Doctor Who, of course, created the regeneration, so they've always been able to explain why these actors get recast. Mm-hmm. So uh, they came up with that back in their early days. They don't just James Bond them. No, no. Which it's really, it was really a great idea. Honestly, mm-hmm. you don't have to explain anything. He regenerates. There you go. That's it. Well, James Bond is just the um, the like the title, right? The nope. code name. I disagree. Nope, because every oh. James Bond's parents have died the same way. Well, that's what. That's... Do they just target orphans? Yeah. Who've... No, man. Yeah, they're like, fuck. This guy's getting old. Like Sean Connery was getting old, so they're like, kill that kid's parents, <laughs> <laughs> and then get him in the system. It's Anakin Skywalker, that bitch. <laughs> so now, like. Daniel Craig's getting older. Get the phone book. How many bonds we got? Yeah. Okay. We need. Uh, they just go Anakin on. We need a uh, family of three who yeah. likes mountain climbing or wants to try it. And uh, yeah, that a, kid looks like he could be good at parkour yeah. in the future. Kill his parents. He's a little heavy, but we'll work his ass out. Right. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. yeah I did guess. it with Chris Pratt. They can do it with anybody. <laughs> yes. Go, he right? gives me hope. He yeah. Me hope. <laughs> that was a big man, and it was a, it, a lot of it. He was tall too, so it got spread out. So it didn't look too bad, but yeah. like. That was a big man, and they so, cut that boy out. Dude. So my my whole my whole fitness strategy or kind of weight loss plan. You have is, one of those? Yes. <laughs> it's getting cast in a Marvel film. Oh, there you go. Yeah, yeah get the Marvel diet: steroids and chicken. And... Oh, fuck that. Well, think about I that. I gotta yeah. be like uh, that's why I've been applying. Did, speaking of this, being like casting. You been talking to Kevin? 
No, did I? We didn't talk about Kevin. Oh, yeah. Met Nick Nicotaro, Walking Dead. Nice. Right? And I was like, hey, um, I think I should be on The Walking Dead. I feel like I can bring something to the to the cast. <laughs> you know, a little bit of levity. You know? Next cra- six uh, no, I was just like, I'll uh, crack some jokes. Yeah? And he goes, nah, that's a great idea. I just have to say, though. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he goes... We are looking for people at this point in the show that are, look like they are trying to survive. Oh. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, that's oh. the nicest anyone said. That's the nicest way anyone's ever called me fat. <laughs> I was like, ah, fuck you. And then the next season, that big mulleted bastard was in there. I'm like, he doesn't look like he's trying to survive. <laughs> you inspired him. I'd argue that he does look like he's trying to survive it's better like that, than right. anybody well, else. And, I was, and I, my argument was like, maybe, maybe before this whole thing, I was just really good at canning stuff. <laughs> and I had reserves. You know, I had some... Uh, you ran a gravy factory. <laughs> right. <laughs> or maybe I was obscenely obese and yeah. I've lost the weight since <laughs> yeah <laughs> please tell me what ob- what is obscenely obese the, the uh, what's your category? Uh, thousand blade. pound sisters the and blade <laughs> yeah that oh, guy that gross. oh dude it, yeah. it, that never met, uh, what about the big guy on lost you think after a season he probably would have you know had that guy was going island without food. no he was going ham on some coconuts <laughs> <laughs> those have got a lot of fat in them well they're healthy you, you know? can grill them it's a healthy look, fat uh, or no wait Watermelon I've seen grilled. It looks like a fucking steak. Gross. Yeah, no. (laughs) Uh, It's not. Hey, would you super glue your hand to a counter to get some watermelon fried up? Uh, Not since breakfast. No. No. Okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. James Cronwell reference. Uh, Amanda Waller's getting a show, uh, possibly. They're working on it. Uh, Peacemaker fans here, anybody? Oh, Peacemaker, yeah. Yeah. Steve has to see it. He'll love it. Um, It's so ridiculous. Thank you for not modifying the costume too much from no, the comic. No, love it. Just being like pretty textbook with it because yep. he looks so goddamn dumb. Yes. <laughs> He's the tight And he shirt. wears it to like interviews and stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. John Cena is amazing. He is. Yes, he is. I mean, James Gunn, man, he, he can make anything work. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, he brought squirrels to the MCU that talk. and Raccoon. Yeah. So, yeah. Oh, Raccoon. Sorry. Sorry. Yeah, I it's in say his name. There is a squirrel girl. He'll Rocket Squirrel. Yes, Rocket Squirrel. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, he did the Suicide Squad, which was um, prior to uh, Peacemaker. Uh, Viola Davis is in talks to reprise her role, which she started in 2016's uh, Suicide Squad. I think that's, so, that is textbook casting, right? Yeah, there. yeah. no, she's oh, great. she was great. Uh-huh. Jared great. Leto, awful. I'll just throw it in. <laughs> I think I've said it every episode I've ever been in. Yeah, fucking hate Jared Leto. I just don't like him. He's a little as method. a dude. Yeah, that's yeah. fine. Like honestly, oh, that's he's fine. Just like oh, he said use condoms. He does that, and he's a fucking method actor. I send people in the office use condoms, <laughs> and I'm a bad boss. <laughs> he's got and several handcuffs are waiting. Yeah. <laughs> no, but and I'd be like, it's not even mine. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, talk about a character that is able to go to like toe to toe with like the intimidation factor of Batman. Yeah. Like, how do you do that? She's ruthless Amanda Waller, that's how you do that. Oh, yeah. Because I remember, I think it was the Justice League series uh, where they had her on there, and her first introduction, she introduces herself, and Batman's giving her the the sass and everything, and he, like, turns out, I think she says his name. She knows, and it's like, ah! (laughs) As a kid, that was the first time I saw someone, like, not, 
you yeah. don't see them discovering his identity. They just know. Right. And that's power to me. Right. <laughs> yeah, I saw right. that. I was like, oh. Yeah. No, dude, her, she's so intense. Uh, the Suicide Squad, before they knock her out, she's just like at an 11, you know. Oh, losing it. And it, bam. They kind of were like the audience there knocking her out. Yeah. But no, I look forward to it. I'm sure they can do it. He, uh, James Gunn will executive produce it. So I'm sure it'll be very successful and it'll work just like Peacemaker. So HBO Max will be where it is at. And um, yeah. Uh, comics, Steve? Yeah. So, um, you know, a couple big names passed away recently Neil Adams and George Perez. And um, don't want to be the bummer and bring the room down. But I mean, these guys were just great. Yeah. Uh, influences um, for a lot of uh, modern um, comic professionals today. You know, I mean, uh, I think it was 59. Um, Neil Adams got his start. Um, and he uh, really, in the late 60s, early 70s, you know, did a lot of work for Marvel um, and DC both. And um, kind of steered, helped steer Batman out of the silly phase. You know, into um, right. him and Dennis O'Neill um, uh, kind of really turned that that around. Um, the Green Lantern, Green Arrow series, you know, introduced a lot of social relevance into comics. And his, you know, his visual style was just so fluid mm -hmm. and realistic. And uh, George Perez really, uh, you know, he's he was younger uh, than than um, yeah than Neil Adams, but he also had that you know really realistic, very fluid, artistic style. Um, you know, and he was, a, you know, one of my favorite Batman storylines, A Lonely Place of Dying, um, that introduced Tim Drake. Um, nice. George Perez drew that story. Um, and, you know, he did a lot of great stuff. You know, he did Avengers. He did some X-Men. He did um, uh, Infinity Gauntlet, the first three issues, I believe, wow. maybe three and a half issues. Um, uh, Crisis on Infinite Earths, you know, Wonder Woman, Superman, he's done it all. But, uh, yeah, those two guys were... Uh, phenomenal you know and neil adams i think you know you can argue how great he is as a comic book professional as, as far as his talent goes but i think one of his greatest contributions and i put it on the blog was um getting creators credit for their work and yes yeah he um he helped uh, siegel and schuster uh start getting credit for superman and also start getting paid yeah for superman you know and later in their lives obviously but uh um you know, the guy was just, uh, you know, not only insanely talented, you know, from an artistic standpoint, but he also had his ethics were as great as his talent, you know. So, Absolutely. yeah, both uh, both great artists, you know, and it's sad to sad to see them gone. But yeah, uh, yeah that's uh, that was that's the latest update. Uh, you know, as far as reading, um, I've got a lot of backlog on of download. Course. I've been really enjoying this, uh, the the Spawn universe lately. Yes. Um, they. Uh, uh, there's a gunslinger spawn who comes from the old west. Nice. Um, just like Clint Eastwood, but one spawn of the most hilarious. <laughs> one of the most hilarious. Yeah. Books out there right now. Right. It is really fun, but uh, nice. yeah, really good stuff. Uh, but yeah, it was. Uh, um, I just published that this morning on Neil Adams and George Perez. So. And people can find that on uh, Steve'sComicBlog.com. Absolutely. That's so awesome. easy, easy peasy to remember. That's great. Uh, real shout, a quick shout out. Neil Adams did a great interview series with Kevin Smith uh, when it was 
uh, Fat Man on Batman, I think it was called. Uh, you, you just learned about his history. It was fantastic. Mm -hmm. And uh, I actually saw him at a con and got some art autographed. Nice. I'm, I'm so happy I did that. Yeah. I never mm -hmm. did get to meet George uh, Perez, unfortunately. But Neil Adams was actually at our first Des Moines Wizard Con, I yeah. believe. Oh, so. Wow. Yeah, just walking the floor. It was <laughs> it was cool, man. It was cool, but yeah, it, it's such a bummer. Um, yeah. yeah, their work will will live on and influence so many as it has um, already. But uh, yeah. yeah, big bummer there. Uh, but getting into something very exciting and dealing with what these two men, you know, gave us, uh, Doctor Strange and or I'm sorry, Doctor Strange in to uh, is it into in the multiverse of madness. Was it in the multiverse? I know. I keep screwing and the that up. <laughs> Doctor on. Strange Two, Electric Boogaloo. Yeah. Yes. Yes. So yeah, we will have yeah, spoilers Doctor Strange in the multiverse of madness. So we can do. We're talking spoilers <clears throat> yes, today. Yes, absolutely. We can quickly say. Well, I, I dug it, so we just say. Well, yeah. There. Spoiler warning first. Yes. But, uh, yes, yeah. absolutely. I had so much fun with that movie. I did. Yeah. Yep. Phenomenal. Yeah. Absolutely. Had fun. It was great. Dave. Uh yeah, it was all right. It was very lukewarm. Yeah, I mean... That's how it was after we saw it, but there was moments you really liked. Uh, oh, for sure, yeah. Yes. No, I just, you know... I, yeah. yeah, it was all right. Yeah? Mm -hmm. Well, yeah. Which we I, think, I think that the, um, the stories that I heard, like, the thoughts or kind of, ooh, speculations of what the stories were going to be... Oh, the rumors are crazy. Were Everyone's much more... Which I think would have made a better story than what was told. Would it have made a better story? Or would it would would it have given you a little more fan service? No, no. I just think it would have been because you're talking like Tom Cruise in no, Iron no. Man, I'm just Iron saying Man. like how you know the the multiverse was like cracked because of something he did, hmm. right? And then shit starts falling apart. Oh, he's the new Tony Stark. He's fucking everything up. Well, and yeah. Pointing fingers at others. But like, like, how dare you? I just feel like that. I'm just trying to make that, some protection. Like if there was maybe I don't know some consequences from prior actions. Yeah, that would have kind of he is rolled reckless. over into this. But he is—is is he that way in the comics too? Not necessarily. No. Or at okay. least he wasn't back in the old days. Okay, you know. But I mean, for the movie universe, right? Like it's just right. like, oh well, we, you know, he's just like, oh, you, oh, fucked Doctor with Strange. This. No, it's like, oh, you <laughs> fucked with the spell. They were yeah. like, oh, don't do that because yeah. it, you know, fucks with stuff. Mm. And then he did it, and then it was just like, oh, we'll just undo it, and then that was it, yeah. right? It was like, if we're painting this larger universe. Let's actually have some consequences to stuff he shouldn't be doing. Right. Roll over into another movie. Whereas right now it was just like, oh, Wanda, she just wants her kids back. And now this is happening. And it's like, that's fucking. Well, this movie was her fault, wasn't it? Like, he didn't cause anything to happen. But that's what I'm world. saying is that I would have much more enjoyed if Him there were the consequences oh. for his actions. Oh, from Spider-Man you're talking. From, yeah. In oh, Spider -Man, I see. Because then see, it's yeah. like this larger continuity. Yeah. And it's just like. He did something, and now he did something. He was reckless. He did something he shouldn't have done because Wong was like, don't fucking right. do that. Well, don't you think and that... And then he was just like, okay, and then this is the reason you don't fuck around with it. Well, don't you think that would have given a little more, um, like, of a, a creative grasp, like, chokehold on Sam Raimi when doing it? Because he's like, all right, so Spider-Man did this. Now you have to do this, rather than just explore the multiverse how you would want to. Yeah, but it's 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 a universe. There's a cause and effect that kind of ripples throughout right. everything else. And then if if you just do want to do standalone movies, do standalone movies. Don't have. Well, we also don't know the the extent of like 
of of the forgetfulness of of after Spider-Man because yeah because he could have threw that into the spell too like and forget I fucked up well yeah I think everybody's forgetting that he fucked up because everybody's no, forgetting Spider-Man and that was everybody all they were Tony focusing Stark on. fucked up I mean yeah right? like that was that was the focus all of those events happened with Spider-Man so yeah. what you just forget the Spider-Man in these events that happened and yeah. can't piece together how right. it came to a conclusion no I just think that there should be no I get it yeah like he shouldn't be able to go to a wedding without fucking cops like asshole you know or, well, or what are they gonna do to the right it's true that's true no, but the thing is right it's just like there has to be yeah some tie i i get yeah right like yeah you know i know dc gets a lot of shit yeah but yeah. i feel like you know in this snyderverse there was always this happened and now there's an actual you have to actually answer for those consequences of what you did in prior movies right it's just like yeah you know, well, yeah, it, I like that this movie was self-contained, but yeah, when you're in uh, an open universe, I guess it is, it is different. It is going against a little bit of the grain what they set up. You know, um, they did he did refer to Spider-Man once, but um, other than that, they didn't really refer to the last. And probably because that was a cameo appearance, maybe. Yeah. And, it wasn't his film, but mm. I guess if you look at Doctor like he Strange, was the yeah. catalyst of that film. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. 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 So like Doctor Strange to Doctor Strange 2, there a lot has happened, right? And yeah. so you've got Infinity War, Endgame, and then yeah, Spider-Man, all that stuff. And I you know, I listened to one reviewer who I really respect, but he didn't do the homework and watch WandaVision, so he had no idea what the fuck was going on with mm. the kids and stuff. I'm like, "Well, unfortunately, you have to watch this shit to understand it entirely, you know." Right. Which is asking a lot of people, but still. I mean, I guess they could have done a quick recap. Hey, sit down and watch this super entertaining show, (laughs) you fuck. (laughs) Nah, I just... But, you know, I don't know. It just... But if he hadn't fucked it up, uh, we wouldn't have got the Illuminati. So that was really cool, right? Yeah. That was fucking cool. That That was was the highlight of the film, in my opinion. We're talking about these, uh, these kind of, like, pompous, like asshole characters in like Tony Stark and Doctor Strange they have some similarities in how stubborn they are with yes. their intelligence yep um, oh yeah which is like that's interesting oh all the smart people are assholes no we got we got Reed Richards and he Dude. was like the nicest person in that whole Illuminati thing oh my he was the God. most understanding and I was like I was overjoyed when that the happened. smartest man in the world Dude. did he say the Fucking world or the awesome. universe smartest man in the universe Reed Richards I don't know if everything slowed universe. down for me at that point. So I, I don't know. remember what it was said. I just it's remember him. I'm like, <gasps> turned into Charlie Brown adults for a second. Yeah, right. right. Yeah, exactly. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh my god. Yeah. What was that portal he came from? What the hell was that? I missed that. I, I have no clue. I'll see it Dude. again. Damn it. Smartest man in the universe. He doesn't oh, have so to. He just thought. He's like, oh no, he just didn't. He doesn't need to explain it to you. You no. wouldn't understand. <laughs> I, I, I wouldn't. There you go. You should be a Marvel writer. Plus, it was actually just CG. Because it was a movie. It didn't actually exist. Oh, my God. I know. What? I know. Get out. How much do you want to bet? Uh, to see me on screen. How much do <laughs> you want to bet at, like, little novelty, like, bars and restaurants that pizza balls are going to be a thing now? <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, there you go. You that was a it. funny. They go on red, too, right? Mm-hmm. That was pretty funny. Yeah. I guess we go on red here. Pizza mm-hmm. balls. And pizza balls. Uh, Bruce Campbell. Hot dog Bruce vendor. Yeah. Was he a hot dog vendor? Yeah, he was Beating the hot the dog. Crap out of himself. Was, uh, Dude, Evil Dead nod, yeah. right? And what it, was that? Uh, the Pizza Papa? Papa Pizza? Oh, yeah. 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 Is that what? Yes. Yep. 
I would have liked if they had spent more time in other dimensions, multiverses. Yeah. Right? Because it was like, ooh, in the multiverse of madness. No, you didn't. Yeah. You fell through a couple. Landed it was actually pretty short for a Marvel, for a current Marvel film. It was like two hours and change. That's yeah. it. It could have. I would have. Yeah, yeah, stretched I like, it. I would have liked if that it had been, been like, you know, I don't know, maybe chased through a few of them. Right. I mean, they went through a few, yeah, and that was, was cool. Like, that was trippy as shit, I thought. That's I where all the, the budget world. went, baby. Yeah, <laughs> right? It was that one sequence. But I think Sam Raimi, it needed Sam Raimi to pull this off. I thought it, his directing was great, and it was totally, like, mm-hmm. it was totally for strange, mm-hmm. I thought. Oh, absolutely. I well, I just want to thank Sam Raimi for the most successful horror movie of 2022. Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> this, this Marvel film was the most hardcore Marvel film. I would say so. Down. The MCU, right? Yeah. Because they had the Marvel before. But yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, and the most violent. I mean, geez, neck breaks and well, Professor we X. Spoiler alert with Black Bolt, but that one made me shudder. Yeah. Like thinking about because when Wanda takes his mouth away and you just see his brain implode, oh. it's just ah. Uh. Oh, dude, yeah, and uh, Anson Mount. Uh, mm-hmm. Who was in the failed Inhumans television series as the same character? At first, I you know we talked about this mm-hmm. before. I was like, "Who the hell is that dressed up?" Man, they got great jawline and shit. I'm like, "Oh my god, it's him!" Yeah, brilliant. Captain Pike, yeah, brilliant. But yeah, uh, Peggy Carter. Oh fuck yeah! Oh course. yeah, dude. Oh beautiful, gorgeous. It wasn't much mm. like big beefed up like the. Um, what if series? <laughs> oh, here? <laughs> She's got a set no, of no, lungs. No, 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 no. I've yeah. met her. I got Have a picture. You? Yeah, I got a picture with her in autograph. Hell yeah. Really? Yeah, you want her number? I'll tell you later. Um, uh, yeah, <laughs> we probably got a bunch of little like weird celebrity meetups and connections. That probably, we'll yeah. I was talking, you, you, you heard my story on Greg Sestero and everything. Oh, yeah. That was <laughs> great. Yeah. Um, no, but like the, you know, the uh, what if. She got the serum and she became like really big and she was just her regular self, which I was fine with. I thought that was fine. She just had they, the costume. They padded her up a little Maybe, bit. Maybe, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they love that to... shield though. Oh, we're gonna shield. buy yeah. that shield. I got the I got the Captain America one that Hasbro put out years back and dude, they're up to so many um, and they're expensive. You can get the Thor hammer. Mm. They got the new Thor hammer that's been put back together with super glue. Beautiful. Know? Oh, cool. Um, yeah, but dude, that shield, man, that is so cool. I mean, you're you're a Brit, right? You were born mm-hmm. over there. You need that shield, man. Peggy Carter is one of us. Yes, yes, one of us. One of us. Yes. No, but yeah, Reed Richards. That was like fan casting. Actually, that mm-hmm. happened. Right. I, you could say because, man, uh, and there's so many possibilities. Like. He could be Reed Richards. I want him to be Reed Richards in the movie if they ever do the damn thing. Yeah. And I want Emily Blunt just because, not because they're a couple, that's a perk, but she's a great actress and that's part of the fan casting. I think they got yeah. divorced. Huh? I think they got divorced. No. They're together. I just, I just saw an article that said they were. What? Uh, saw a whole article? Yeah. Fake news. Fake no. News. Look it up. Fake news. Fake news. Yeah. I Zombie Strange. That was cool. I loved how he was like, Wong was like, how are you, or was it Wong that asked him, like, how are you going to go back to this universe? Because you need a body and a habit of your own. He's like, it doesn't have to be living. I thought that was so No, cool. that was, that was, that was, Chris, was it Christina? Oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah. She's like, yep. right, don't you need a living body to dream walk? And he's like. That was awesome. Nobody said living. And then. I love it. Yep. You dive into the more like macabre kind of uh, aspects of the MC, of the Marvel universe yeah. with like, I, just because they didn't put this in Thanos's character I thought we were gonna get like a lady death or death being a part of it yeah with going into that like underworld and the restless dead spirits right I was like 
give me who Thanos originally simped for in the comics, please, mm. and give me Deadpool's girlfriend. And like, in some <laughs> universe, Ant-Man went up Thanos' ass. Right? Yes, absolutely. Okay. Yeah. And then just <laughs> then increased to his 25-foot st- yes. size. Yes, yes. You know? <laughs> regular, you think, like, he, Thanos I think is, is enough of a beast, though, that it would just kill <laughs> Ant-Man? <laughs> I just I don't know how the physics work in Ant Man because supposedly the size doesn't change the momentum, but even and like the like mass and everything. But when he's big, he can like throw buses. But when he's small, he can like punch people twenty feet in the air. Like <laughs> yeah, I, don't I don't get the physics. I, I don't either. So, I just dis you know suspension of disbelief. So I would say, based on Ant Man physics, he would absolutely tear Thanos's ass up from the I, inside. I I all I, I can say blow. All I can say is once years ago there's a subway deal buy two get one free footlongs. I don't like where this is going. I don't either. I did eat all three. <laughs> and I shout out an Ant-Man. <laughs> That's not as bad as I thought we were going. Yeah. I, where did I, you think I was going? Uh well, the oh, first... I put the third one in my butt. No, <laughs> <coughs> I thought you disconnected his mic for a second. No, I just I charging it, making sure we don't. No, it is Mike. Yeah, I'll just say the uh, former spokesperson. I thought we were going there. So, oh, no, good. I'm good. Yeah, I'm yeah. good. I'm good. No, that was uh, <laughs> your pain was valid there. Um, <laughs> yes. No, I. I yeah, I get you. Five dollar foot loss. <laughs> Oh gosh! But anyway, uh, are we getting into, <laughs> hold on. You were talking about spawn earlier. You're getting into. Are we getting to spawn anything anytime soon? Well, yeah. At some point, they were talking about another movie, but I don't know where that is. McFarlane's actually going to direct it, right? Yeah. And Jamie Fox was going to be Spawn. But do they yeah. need to do a multiverse or something? Well, the comics, these all other Spawns, are they mm-hmm. in the same? They're all in the same universe. Okay, so they don't do a multiverse. And there's a, there's a title where they're all working together. Right. That's and, what they need to do. Oh, Just man. go for it. It is Don't so cool. Anything, just we go. already we already saw Spawn in the multiverse uh, in uh, Ready Player One. He was just <laughs> one of the fun character avatars there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was the last time we saw Spawn on a screen, probably. Which is probably done yeah. better. Yeah. Yeah. The Spielberg HBO movie. animated series, though. Yeah, that was pretty sweet Good shit. Yeah, but yeah. yeah, I mean the uh, the comic is you know it's always been pretty consistently fun. Yeah, you know? but it, late the last couple of years it's just really kind of shot up. I yeah. think in quality. Um, again, but um, yeah, good stuff. Just capture that, man. That's all I needed. Right. To uh, Professor X's hover chair, yellow hover chair. I, I laughed a little bit. I'm not gonna lie. I know because he rolled out super slow, and you're expecting like the cool silver sleek wheelchair, and out of nowhere, it's this like yellow VW bus looking <laughs> wheelchair. And I just like snickered when he came on stream. It was supposed to be this big. Is it because it's Patrick Stewart? Like, if it was a younger Xavier, do you think it would have been more effective? No, I it no. was it was nothing to do with Charles. It was. But you okay. never watched the cartoons in the '90s. Yeah, I did. I'm not in the 90s, they but growing the, up, I had the VHS too, right? No, yeah, I, I watched it on yeah. VHS as a kid. I, yeah. I, I had like a volume one, two, and three deal. Like, I loved that, but like seeing it live act, there's just some things that don't Too translate. much fan service? There's just some things that don't translate from animation over to real life, and the giant yellow motorized wheelchair is one. The fuck? <laughs> they had a wide ass space for that fucker, too. Yeah. 
you know, he's coming. <clears throat> you know what it reminds me of? You know those uh, fucking showers or baths that they have for old people with a door thing you just like sit in? That's what that was. It's just detached from the bathroom. <laughs> so he's in the tub the whole time. Right, oh, yeah. basically. Uh, he's just in there. Where's water? No, it's, no, he's like got a little jacuzzi up in there just bubbling away. He's not wearing pants. He's got a suit top why on. Would he have a I'm d- pruny. Dude, why would he have a jacuzzi? He couldn't feel shit. Uh, yeah, but you know. He's got his arms on the outside. What do you think? He's like, oh, yes, my belly button feels great. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, man, it's soothing. The toilet. Yeah. Maybe he had some like uh, a bath bomb in there, so he's just getting maybe he's got some, some Epsom aroma salt coming out. Oh, Epsom salt for the that, toe fungus. Is that lavender? <laughs> Wolverine gave it to me. <laughs> right. The lavender bath bomb. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> no, but his uh, the moment uh, he was in, uh, he was able to go into Wanda's mind, and that I wanted more of that. Honestly, that that was was great. It was a short sequence, Mm -hmm. and it was like that goes back to the horror comment I made earlier. That made me jump. Yeah. Oh yeah, when the cloud approaches. Yeah, and we had a jump scare. We've had we had jump scares in the movie. This one legitimately frightened me, and it was literally just Wanda. It wasn't. It wasn't Scarlet Witch. Yeah, and she didn't have to just the look and the way she moved, and when she Mm -hmm. possessed the other Wanda, and just blood everywhere. Um, Dude, shout out to. uh, shout out to her for she's amazing great actress yeah way, way to portray something that unstoppable and that scary and so well and the last time we saw her was wandavision and mm-hmm. didn't really fear fear her until this movie i felt when she you know changes the reality around them and she's like yeah. full-on like yeah i'm trying to get that girl yeah so you're just like okay yeah you don't fuck with her yeah. you have the power of the reality stone yeah. at this point it's it's just it, that's what i saw and i'm like infinity stone power yeah. is scary and the classic sam raimi camera you know like a lot of evil dead oh we got a cross dissolve montage of like th- during this explanation just these slow dissolves of characters and i was like this is yep. comic panely this is yeah. spider Man-esque, like I loved seeing that. I'm like only Sam Raimi. Poor Reed Richards. Yep. Oh, poor dude. <laughs> Just we got a win and then we lost it. Yeah, dude. Yeah, that's the best part of the multiverse, though. Right, right. <laughs> Multi, right. You know, I mean, there you go. We yeah, and it's not over because Charlize Theron. It's comes easy, in at the end. easy, easy to bring him back if you wanted to oh, use yeah. John Krasinski, right? right? You know, I mean. Yeah. Well, I told this to Dave, like uh, Benjamin. Uh, yeah, Benjamin Cumberbatch was he played strange in every Benedict. World. Benedict, sorry, Benjamin. I that was off. That's his cousin. Hello, Benjamin. Brother, That's his yeah. cousin. Yeah, he wears a t-shirt. I'm yeah. related. Um, <laughs> no, but every reality we saw, he was Doctor Strange. Right. So yeah. not to say John Krasinski is Reed Richards in yeah. whatever world we yeah. get. And but then you had to save Patrick Stewart's Xavier and. Dude, it, well, we Peter Parker's were different, you know. I yeah, mean, that's so true. Yes, there's yes. flexibility there, and I'm, yeah, there is. Yeah. I'm, I'm down for that. I mean, it, but there's also a distinct lack of people in certain other universes because right. with those Peter Parkers, they come over and like, what's the the Avengers? What was the Avengers? Yeah, yeah. 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 the Avengers right, don't yeah. exist in yeah. two of those universes. So yeah, well, when Toby said that, like, he was like, "You do?" I was like, "Oh my god, they went there in his universe." He's like, "What is that?" I'm like, oh, "Okay, yeah. that makes sense." Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. I like that. Um, yeah, Wong. Wong was a badass in this film. Danny Elfman scored it. It was fantastic. I I don't know. I I liked it. Um, yes, uh, I do see some shortcomings, but other than that, like 
Well, you're never going to get a perfect movie. No, no, Especially no. when you have Marvel, which is yeah. such a, you know, yeah. there's a, there's usually formulas to everything. Yeah. I think this was the most non-formulaic Marvel movie to come out in the past five years. It's refreshing, maybe. I think. Yeah. Yeah, because you get too much into the universe share. It's like copy and paste after, mm-hmm. like, Black Widow was copy and paste to me, sadly, you know. Just like yeah. big ideas, but not a lot of, mm-hmm. in, not a lot to follow right. through with. Yeah, there wasn't a joke every eighteen seconds. Right, you Jesus. know. Yeah, I, I yeah. felt like I was. Yeah, there a weren't better movie. No, dude, it was pretty. There yeah. weren't a lot of laughs in the movie. I'm just happy they gave Sam Raimi. You know, well, because he's Sam Raimi. Yeah, it's not just like a young up and coming guy. It's gonna. Yes, I'll do that. Sure, yeah. sure. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. No, yeah, I, I loved it, and yeah, I think actually this film could have been longer. Honestly, I think we could get a director's cut. I'd be happy with that. You know, maybe you could explore more. Release the Raimi cut. Yes. Yes, for sure. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah. Darkman kind of nod, I felt, with the zombie, too. You know, like Liam Neeson's Darkman, uh, Mm -hmm. Raimi did back in the day. Yep, yep, yep. When he's talking, you know, Um, which Liam Neeson says he would like to revisit. So, yeah. Yeah, Not much about, makeup required. That's mm-hmm. good, right? Talk about revisiting. We So we they have, what do they call it, an, an infraction on uh, the the dark universe, the multiverse, the what's it, what's it called? Where Dormammu is. Oh. The dark dimension. Yes, 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 yes. yes. Which I'm interested to see because are we – because are we going to be coming back to Dormammu? Is it going to be something else within the dark dimension? Because right. that's all we've really seen of that. And it seems so infracted already yeah. with all the breaks and splits and everything in it. So I'm just curious what the hell is happening in there. Right. And see, because I never... So when when Charlize Theron... Uh, shows up, yeah. Shows up, and she's Cleo, right? Well, yeah, I don't even know the character. I think it's Cleo. Yeah, well, I didn't know the character either, and I never saw the Eternals. And I was like, I thought she was like an Eternal. Oh, okay. How's yeah. that look? Has yeah, look she like does, that. doesn't she? Yeah. Yeah. She had the Eternal look to her. I was like, oh, she just must have been like a character in the Eternals and is now finally interacting with the humans of this yeah. universe because it's such a big – because it's not just their universe. It's the multiverse. Um, so so I thought that's what right she was. Now. But then that makes me think, oh, well, bring the Eternals into the whole yeah. gig. I know that's probably what was – because in the post credit scene of that movie, yep. you had a bunch of stuff that I didn't understand except for probably Blade. Uh, Harry Styles. Which I didn't even know that was the voice until, like, after. I thought it was somebody else. I was like, oh, okay. Cool, cool. Yes, yes. I like um, it. I like it, yeah. But, yeah, so I just thought that was – she was an Eternal. But, no, she's a totally new character. <laughs> they're, they got, they're dealing with time, multiverse. Um, yeah. That big hands sticking out of the ocean. Goddamn right. Yeah. It's just a lot. It's they kinda, seem to have I, forgotten about that. Has it been kind of messy to you with all these new ideas? Because they're so, like – you know, we gradually got to – Avengers, right? Yeah. Thanos. Now it's kind of like just full force. Like, you get that a little bit? Cool. Boom, we're going to do this. We're going to do the Eternals. They, you know. Well, I'm trusting them to wrap things, yeah. you know, at the right. end of the phase, right? You yeah. know, I mean. Kevin Feige's not a fool. No, so. not at all. Yeah, he's got a plan, I'm sure. Right. But Like, you know, I, like I, I really hated the end of Man of Steel, right? You know, but yeah. then when they wrapped it in, though, to Batman vs. Superman. Genius, I thought. It made yeah. me like Man of Steel a little bit better. Yeah. Because I was like, you know, this property damage stop. You know, this is crazy town. And <laughs> and, and, and so they went back to revisit that. Yeah. You know, I'm like, well, at least they're revisiting it, you know. Not a fan. 
Batman versus Superman. I'm not saying no, no, no. Oh, right. I, I'm with you. I'm just saying. But it, you have not seen the director's cut, right? But and, but we're talking like consequences, right? No, I haven't right? seen the right. ultimate. You know edition. that introduced consequences. You know, and yeah, and so they actually have to like hey, yeah, fucking fly around, right? Taking down an entire city. <laughs> I know, and then just move on, and then just move on. And so the fact that they didn't move on, I thought was probably the most brilliant part of Batman versus Superman. Yeah. Right. So, right. Because they address the the accountability, right? right. But. I think they only address the accountability because after Man of Steel, because it was a pretty good gap between the two movies, yeah. uh, and in between years, that gap, the fans were like, uh, so Superman just fucking murdered those people or let those people die in that city? And then Some Zack Snyder probably was just like, and? All right, fine, I'll address it. Fine, I, fuck it. I think you have to give Zack Snyder a bit more credit than that. I think you have the whole thing. Zack Snyder's in. best film is Guardians of Gahul. Good movie. Oh, that's the Owl movie, right? Yeah, it's a fucking Owl movie. <laughs> I love that movie. <laughs> no, it's a good movie, but... No, I know, I, I'm saying he's a fine filmmaker. I'm just saying the stories that he You should tells, stay out of the writing room. Yeah, please yeah. do. Just <laughs> stick with the camera department and the direction of everything. I don't think he was in the writing room. You sound very far away. He wasn't in the writing room. <laughs> Pretty sure he was in the writing room. No. Anyways, moving on. He's like, uh, that's a nice script. Snyderverse, I would say... Well, my uh, brother Joey's uh, a huge Snyder follower. So. Yeah, no, I would say I, I appreciate, I appreciate the more mature shit. themes of the Snyderverse. Yeah. The MCU, yeah, it's good for a laugh. You're like, hey, it's fun. Well, that's right? why I liked it's Strange. Because it wasn't, it's not, I wouldn't say it's a kid's movie. Yeah, I wouldn't either. No, no, yeah. I say this is for the adult oh, fans of Marvel. I saw Robocop when I was like eight. I actually heard someone's account that they brought their kid to it. And. The kid brought a Wanda doll, and afterwards it was like you just chucked I'm it done. with the popcorn, yeah, with the trash. I'm done. Yeah, yeah. I don't want Wanda. She's scary. Yeah, especially when she fucking killed uh, Xavier, mm-hmm. popping out of that red smoke. Nah. She's still, I think she's still pretty hot. Kind of shitty though. She thought she could take out the other Wanda, and the kids would be like, "Ah, oh, yeah, you're the same." <laughs> I know. That's just supreme arrogance right there. Right, well, a little bit, right? I, I do like to think that that's, that's purely the Darkhold's effect on her. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Which yeah. I'm sad because the Darkhold got, well, the copy of the Darkhold got destroyed. Mm-hmm. So if, if it's just like the residual effect. so The first does, print's still out there. Yeah, so here's the thing. The Darkhold does not have to exist for the effects of it to still have be taking place on you. Mm-hmm. Oh, and then obviously that's what comes into the at the end of the movie with Mr. Third Eye yes. and the Darkhold still has a hold over Strange. Right. Which does that make him more pompous and arrogant? Does that make him take greater risks? Does that make him evil? Right. So many questions. So I, few I, answers. I, I, I wonder what kind of yeah. I mean, is his optometrist bill gonna go up? Mm. What do those glasses look like? <sighs> look like the Triforce. They the look strange. <laughs> <laughs> Boom. Oh, and that's where we are. That is it. Cut. Okay. Oh, that's <laughs> great. Oh, yeah. Fantastic movie, I think. And, uh, yeah. yeah. It was awesome. I'd love to see it again. I don't know if I'll get to the theater in time, but, yeah. I saw an IMAX. I was really uh, we, really happy. Josh and I saw it together. Yeah. We held hands because we were both scared. Nice. Yeah. Good for you guys. That wasn't a hand. No. Kidding. Well. Uh, he <laughs> made me share popcorn with him that was on his lap. <laughs> <laughs> was it warm? Mom it's never told me. It's hard to cut that with a butter knife. But I anyway. had to butter it myself. <laughs> yes. Yes. Just like B&B theaters. Dang it. I had to butter your own popcorn. Mm. Oh, yeah. That, we talked about that before. 
No one's going to get that. Yeah. Cut that. So wait, you saw it in IMAX. Is there a different IMAX than the Palms? No, that's where we saw it. Okay. Yep. Wait, you butter your own popcorn there? No, that was, oh. the, uh, this is a different theater in Ankeny. You butter your own. Fucking weird. Got to go there. Yeah. Butter my popcorn, you lazy fucks. Yeah. Right. How hard is While that? you're at it, butter my biscuits. Look at <laughs> I, look. I'm not. I'm not an active man. Take a look at me. Butter my popcorn. <laughs> yeah, if I want to butter my own popcorn, I'll I'll put in a job application here, right? You know, well, no, sure. you just like, have to sit there, take a piece in... of popcorn, put it on a stick of butter, and then eat that. <laughs> you know, parents come in with like six kids of themselves or whatever, and it's like, oh, I got to refill, I got to fill up my drink, and now I have to butter my own popcorn. How about I just get behind the counter and just help myself? You mm-hmm. know, they're like, hey, we gave you recliner chairs. Shut the fuck up. That's true. <laughs> yeah. Yep, yep, and reserve seating. So shut up. And they heat your ass. Yeah, bastards. <laughs> yeah, bastards. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, yeah. Quick plugs, and we're out of here. So go ahead, plug your Nexus Six. I thought I, I already did. Oh, I just. I want you to again. plug it. I want to hear your oh, sales there we pitch. Go. My sales pitch. Yeah. All right. Plug your video skills. My video. Oh, you like video. Batman v Superman. Hey, so if you liked how this podcast looked, you should come talk to us over at Nexus Six, full service digital marketing agency. Whether you need websites, video production, uh, or just your socials taken care of, uh, we've got you from head to toe. We got the best value here in the Midwest, and uh, we sure'd love to have your business and talk some nerdy stuff with you. That's so hot. There you go. Nice. Mom never told me about Nexus 6. (laughs) (laughs) Well, (laughs) well, Mama don't know. No, (laughs) Mom doesn't know. What a great callback for the show. Yes. (laughs) Um, Yeah, stevescomicblog.com. Just talk randomly about whatever. I don't. Great insights. Yeah, there's a. I'm bringing back my why is this character cool? It always gets the most hits. Yeah, you know, nice. I get anywhere from three to six hundred hits a blog, and anytime I do one of those, it's one to like four thousand. You know, so sure. I think I'll start doing more of those. Do it, <laughs> man. Get do a little it. more attention on Absolutely. it. Absolutely. Uh, Field of Geeks, check us out wherever you podcast uh, or get your podcast from. Fieldofgeeks.com. We're on YouTube. This will be on YouTube. So, yeah, like, subscribe, and of course, share all around so with that said we'll be back i'm josh i'm steve i'm chase and i'm dave take care